Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. That's right. This is America Unplugged. Saturday morning, well, Saturday afternoon here in New York City, 12 p.m. Eastern. You know the deal. Where to find us? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, and I'm here with the usual suspects. We got a lot to talk about this week and a very special guest that you guys requested and kept requesting and kept requesting to the point that I was like, Don Jeffries, please (laughs) do something about this. Let's get the guy on the air. Mr. Tony Arterburn, what is going on? How are you, the wisest of all the wolves? Doing good, Billy. I I got up early this morning, went to my gym. I had a good workout. I was drinking coffee, and I was thinking, you know, it's a beautiful day here in the Ozarks. And I I went outside, and I looked up in the sky, and I saw a bunch of chemtrails. And then I realized I'm a conspiracy theorist on America Unplugged (laughs) during the apocalypse. So the smile kind of faded, but I'm still having a good day because I get to see you and Don and Vince, and uh, I think it's going to be a great show. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to this. You know, it's the highlight of my day. I literally, I, I look forward to doing this. I don't know. Well, because of the company, I guess, but you know, I don't, I don't like, uh, you know, giving bad news to people. So we'll try to do some more positive shows coming up. The legendary Don Jeffries is here with us today. What is going on, sir? Welcome to your show. Well, again, like, like Tony, I, uh, I too uh, look at the sky and sometimes wonder. I don't need to look at the sky and see that to to know what I am, though. Or do we, you know, we actually don't need to look up anymore because uh, dystopia is everywhere, all around us. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm happy to be here as well. This is a, a joy, especially with uh, the uh, the much clamored for Vince Agnelli. So hopefully, the public will be uh, will be satisfied. You got what you want. Right. We we aim to please here at America Unplugged. <laughs> That's what we do. So. so there you go. You you you, you can only see him. If you need to take that, Vince, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's the uh, National Republican Committee. They're calling for more money, and I, I quit giving about twenty years ago. Yeah. Fun fact, <laughs> fun fact, gentlemen. I, I I've blocked their number almost a hundred times, and they. Oh yeah, it, you can't. I you can it, it comes one. through to me too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So uh, our our very special guest. Uh, here by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Vince Agnelli. How are you, sir? Pleasure to have you. Your first time here on America Unplugged. Your first of many. What's up, sir? Billy Ray, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to meet you, my friend. Uh, and pleasure I to am, meet you too, I'm sir. I'm very impressed. Well, I'm very impressed with, obviously, with Don. Tony, eh, no. Tony, too. <laughs> and yourself. The, the three of you. Now, the three of you always, and, and I, you don't need me here, but the three of you speak for everything that's around us. And my thanks to the folks in the chat room, uh, Tom, uh, who apparently had a, a tragedy in his family, and prayers go out to Tom down there in Australia. I don't know if he's at in the, tech, in the, in the chat room. God bless you, buddy. Lori. Uh, Lori is uh, also dealing with some stuff there. hope uh, she's doing fine. Mr. Barker, I think you guys know all these names, but they're all, all right. great people. Thank you very much for, for uh, making me mug the camera today. 
<laughs> well, thank you for being a part of it. And of course, thank you to everybody that listens or everybody that follows America Unplugged and is here with us week after week after week. So we're going to get into a lot of this, a trillion dollars for Alex Jones. Now this is ridiculous, right? Let's just start making up numbers and hit them with it, you know, at this point, right? We're going to get to that in a second. But but Tone, I want you to to hit up um, uh, the, the sovereign citizen guy real quick, just to, just it. to get that out of the way. We'll do that really fast. Um, and, and it's just, uh, hold on for a second. Give me just a second, guys. All right. So I, I just wanted to, uh, to play this for you guys to, to take a look. So this is, uh, uh, Daryl Brooks is his name. He is defending himself in court. Um, it, this is happening right now. And, uh, I've never seen anything like, it, first of all, it, it's, it's, it's hilarious if you want to laugh, but it's really sad. And this guy is saying that he's defending himself because the laws of the United States do not apply to him because he is a sovereign citizen. And this goes goes around here in the alternative media, right? You 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 heard things about this largely. I mean, about ninety nine percent. You're going to jail. Like, do not use this in court, okay? Do not like stop. I don't care who said it, who you heard it from, your favorite alternative media host. That person has not put it into practice and probably won't ever. Anyway, just start. I mean, this guy is, is a character to say the least, but start watching this. Uh, hit, hit play for, the, for me, uh, Tony. Mr. Brooks. So I'm the only one. I got one, I got one ear there working. I heard that. This oh, is man. to benefit oh, you so that no, you not. understand Ain't none your of to witness me, so let's has be clear a prior record. Your Honor, when I leave the table, I'm away from the courtroom and I have to elevate my voice. This is the so alleged record of ableless Stop talking. Come on, man. Like, I don't know who y'all be thinking y'all fooling. I set the value in return for value this uh, document. One more interruption and you're going to be removed to the next courtroom. That's what you want to do anyway. It's not what I want to do. Do not interrupt Attorney Opper. So, can, Your Honor, so can I believe he has seven prior criminal convictions via OWI second from 1997 and OWI third from 1997 and OWI fourth from 2003. Criminal trespass to dwelling from 2006. Right, I need to take a break. This man right now is having a stare down with me. It's very disrespectful. <laughs> he pounded his fist. Frankly, it makes me scared. And we're taking a break. That's it. You, you can cut it. He continues to stare at her like that. So, and I realize that there are some people that are going to walk into court a lot more educated and a lot more composed than this man is. You're still going to go to jail. In my opinion, uh, uh, please stay away from the sovereign uh, citizen stuff. I, I don't care who is saying it. Uh, uh, odds are they've never done it themselves. So I've, st and, and I used to buy into this, you know, and, and not, not well, not 100%, but I used to definitely entertain it. I never really fully understood. Right. And, but I had people on that, that said that they did, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, did I lead people astray? Because, uh, you know, I had these people on and they were giving these, these this false information in reality that they've never put into practice themselves. They would never do that in a court of law themselves afterwards. And then I started looking into it. A lot of it is, is a bunch of nonsense. Anyway, uh, quick thoughts around uh, around uh, around the board here, and then we'll we'll move on to our real stories. What's up, Tom? Well, for anybody who's listening to my show, uh, you would have heard stories about me as a kid in the 90s. I, I grew up hearing this. I mean, my dad took me to uh, you know, conferences and meetings. We heard all about sovereign citizenry and how you can file paperwork and be outside of the system. And if you go into a courtroom and there's uh, the golden sash on the flag, then it's of the mar it's the maritime law and it's, right, the, right. and it's there's of the land and of the sea and all the rest. 
Um, totally fascinating, totally useless. You, ha you have to understand that you're going to jail. Everybody mm -hmm. I ever heard that used that, and I had people that I hired late, later in life when I had my first businesses, and they were very much you know, into the Republic of Texas and other things. They went to jail, mm -hmm. and they are argued these cases in court that they weren't legit courts. But you again, you're, you're operating under this system, and it may be true, but it doesn't work. And mm -hmm. so I, I would caution people, when somebody tells you, send me a check and I'll tell you how to opt out of the system, that's a grift, in my opinion, because I've never seen it work. If you really want to get outside of the system, study the actual financial planning, family law, building a building a living trust. These are things that you can actually do to to guard yourself. I mean, there's nothing that's foolproof. Right. There's nothing that's foolproof. But you can do stuff to to set yourself up in a better position. So I would say I'm I'm always skeptical of this kind of stuff because it always requires that you write a check. All right. Fantastic. Um, um, love the and, and more importantly. It might be true. Uh, it be. Bottom line is it doesn't matter right. whether it's true or not. It really doesn't. It, it, people in uh, that are handling your case and your life aren't aware of the information and you're going to get locked up. And and, and, uh, and a lot of it isn't true, in my opinion, you know, but but uh, I can't source for all of it. Uh, I, I did try to get, you know, that the, the, the flags with the with the gold trimmings on them. I tried to find out where that was coming from and I could not source it back, sorted, source it back to an original government text. I don't know if anybody can let me know, but I couldn't do it. Don, what's up? What do you think? Yeah, well, first of all, it's hard to, and I struggle against being really, obviously I was entertained by what he was saying. And uh, it's it's because it it's ridiculous because you consider what he did. And, and right. but uh, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like, I, I, I've talked about this before, but I remember when Colin Ferguson, the uh, subway shooter uh, represented himself in court, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of mental illness he had, but man, he was like Perry Mason. He was more brilliant than any lawyer I've ever, I mean, he was incredible. Now, of course, he was completely outside himself because everybody knew he did it. But this guy reminded me a little of that because I think he he intimated at some point, and it's interesting, we may see this kind of defense in the future because this transgenderism movement opened the door for this. He intimated that he didn't identify as that person. And I, I see, I foresee in the future, you know, you cried to the crime. Hey, you know what? I, I don't identify as that person. And he, and he's, I, I didn't watch that much of it, but it was, it was something to that effect. And of course, this is a typical crazed woke judge, female judge. So it's hard kind of not to root for him as he's kind of entering in because he, he's, he's clearly triggering her every yeah. impulse she has. And fine, I just have to go. And she can't stand the, the fact this guy has no respect for her at all. And, right. you know, you just ran down a bunch of people in a parade. You think he's going to respect you. But right. uh, so again, on some level, it's kind of like when you used to watch Charles Manson, there's a, there's kind of a lurid uh, grotesque entertainment factor there. Cause you know, he was entertaining as hell. I'm sorry. He just was. And uh, so it's, uh, which I struggle against doing that, but the sovereign citizen thing, Tony's right. Uh, that used to be brought up. The spotlight used to talk about it before it became the American Free Press that I write for now. It was typically a far right wing kind of militia group kind uh, of kind of thing that embraced that. But uh, and it's it as you guys say it may be right, but the problem is the system is so rigged. You're never going to walk into one of those dens of depravity, a courtroom, and. And, you know, they're going to say, what? You know, it's like, you might as well, you know, rave, wave a crucifix and, you know, to a bunch of vampires. <laughs> Not going to work. You know, so, but, but it's interesting that this guy of all people, where he got that from, I doubt this guy was, you know, dealing with far right wing extremists or militia groups, but 
I've never heard anybody other than those groups talk about it. So it was very interesting. The Moors, the 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 Moorish movement here, yeah, in in the United States stands by the sovereign citizen movement, and they adapt oh. a lot of that stuff. Okay. So that's another possibility. Uh, Mr. Agnelli, the stage is yours, sir. Welcome to America Unplugged. What are you thinking? Well, I think the uh, the dichotomy is interesting. Obviously, it's 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 a horrible tragedy what this jerk did to these people. Right. And uh, and, and Don, I have oil for your chair. <laughs> no, we can't do that. The, the, the crowd loves it, so I can't. Right, I we got to keep it. It's second. It's second in request only to Vince Agnelli. So we, we need to. We need to keep it. Go ahead. I think we've lost Vince. Oh, we lost Vince. What the hell happened, Dan? He just dropped off. You don't bad mouth the chair. You see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that happened, Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Now. I better behave myself here. To see <laughs> May that serve as a lesson to all of you in the chat. Okay. You got Vince terminated back. by the chair. There, there he's back. Okay. What's up, buddy? Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Sorry about What's that. What's going on, sir? So I just, if, if any of you... Um, well, many of you may have been following Lisa Bellinger's fight up in uh, New, in uh, Massachusetts, and she represents herself pro se, or I'm sorry, pro se. So that's what this jerk is doing, but he's also making a complete mess of it, as you guys have already noted. Uh, the deal is is that for all, those of us who are going to press the system down the road, this mm -hmm. could be a, a great danger. And I have spoken to Lisa. We were going to do a kind of collective effort to put a manual together for people to do pro se properly, as you say, mm. in the system. If you're not in the system, you're not going to be able to even protect yourself as they arrest you and try to stick you with an Alex Jones accusation. You know, there are people who are going to need to know how to handle, uh, you know, any three of any of us here may be next. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe come along. <laughs> Long and grabbing you, and it would be nice to know without having to depend on a, a stupid lawyer who just kind of marches you along, and all of a sudden you find out you don't get that appeal. Right. Because if you're doing pro se, they can't turn you away from your your appeal. And as bad as this jerk is, he's going to be able to be heard if he sticks with the pro, pro se argument all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States. That's mm. sad. And the, anytime you see the lawyers get nervous, that's why they're nervous, because this jerk just may unplug the entire event. But for those of us who are going to press against the system down the road and, you know, again, like Mr. Bush, his people may, may need to know how to do pro se. And, and I hope everyone learns how to handle themselves in court. Uh, it's very important nowadays because everybody's getting, well, not everybody, just Alex Jones, but eventually everybody else will get hit with a trillion dollar lawsuit or, or, all right, let's just, let's just transition right over to that. And thank you for your, for your, uh, for your thoughts there, Vince. Um, uh, I want to hear more about it. You and Lisa, what you guys got going on. So Alex Jones is now the families of Sandy Hook are now seeking $2.75 trillion, $2.75 trillion in addition to the billion so how much money did Alex Jones have stuffed under his mattress is what I want to know. Like, how did this, how did they come to the realization 
that they can smack them with a billion dollar lawsuit and a trillion dollar lawsuit. Now, they obviously know they're not collecting on this money. At this point, it is it, it is very evident that there is another agenda. Well, it was evident at a billion, right? It was evident at a, at a few at 200 million, right? It, it's evident from the beginning for people that have eyes to see and ears to hear. But right now, it's like smacking the ignorant in the face, uh, like a trillion dollars. What are we doing here? What's the point of this? You're never going to cash in. I spoke to Mr. Gates yesterday and he was telling me this trillion dollars isn't for Alex Jones. It's for the people. It's for the alternative media. It's for everyone that has a, a, a descending view of things. Anybody that that tries to challenge the official narrative of things. That's what this 300 whatever the hell trillion dollar lawsuit is really about. It's to scare people. And they're breaking Alex Jones as a result. He is the scapegoat. He is uh, the whipping boy of uh, the New World Order elite. Mr. Arterburn, what's up? Well, why not make it a quadrillion? I mean, why not? A trillion here, a trillion there. Sooner or right. later, you're talking about real money. Right. right? <laughs> well, and again, uh, 2.75 trillion, that's uh, more than the gross domestic product annually of uh, South Korea. By the way, so I don't think I don't think Alex Jones is going to come up with that. But you're absolutely right. You know, in our modern era, in you know, in ancient times, uh, they'd use armies and they'd uh, use assassins, and it would be by the sword. That's the way you would devour your fellow man. But the people that rule us now, the psychopaths at the top, they use the law. Mm. They use the court system to consume people. That's how we get rid of our enemies. And that's, you're exactly right. This is a judgment against all of all, regardless of what you think about Alex Jones or Infowars right. or anything else. This is a sign of the times. Yeah. You, I mean, if you'd have went, if you get in a time machine and go back five years from now and say, hey, you know, there's going to be a $2.5 trillion uh, judgment against Alex Jones for questioning an event, right? What, there, there is no damages here, by the way. I mean, no one, no one can find any. Uh, I don't know what the, dam the, the harm done by questioning an event, but that leads to all sorts of things. We were talking off air, and I'll, you know, I'll throw it to, back to you and you can throw it to Don, but we were talking about the uh, Kanye West getting sued, I believe, and right. maybe Candace Owens and all these. It, this is this is a a an opening salvo. Uh, this is a signal, like when the uh, defenders at the Alamo, when they were pushed back into the uh, inside the walls, and when the when Santa Ana showed up in eighteen thirty six, they um, oh was that we we'll get some feedback there? They they rose a a, a um, and put up a blood red flag over the church steeple. And that meant that there was no quarter that you weren't getting out. That's what this is. Mm, I, I agree with you, man. And, and yeah, you, you mentioned Kanye West or Ye, Ye as he likes to be called now. Um, the, the family of George, George Floyd is suing him for $250 million. And, and what's, what's, what's most fascinating about this is that he had given them, I think it was anywhere from 2 million to $10 million had given that family already. Just cause, out of the goodness of his heart, right. you know, and uh, and now they're gonna slap him with this, you know. So they want more money, you know. But two hundred and fifty million, and this is directly linked to Alex Jones and what's going on with him, because Kanye said something that they disagreed with that they didn't like for whatever reason, and they're gonna go attack his money as a result of it. All right, we're going to Don, and then we're going to Vince. What's up, Don? Yeah, and this is you remember I, I I've been saying this all along. Without once they open the door to Alex Jones, does Alex Jones is irrelevant? Doesn't matter what you think of him at all. And right. if he and he probably is a part of it, you know, because he's and when it gets to the point of you can't help but think this is some kind of a theater, 
when uh, you're talking about 2.75 trillion, just look back on the history of lawsuits. I mean, I, I mentioned Johnson & Johnson. They killed, I don't know how many people mm. with their talcum powder that led to cancer or whatever. And I, and I think it was $100 million altogether that the victims got. Most class action lawsuits are lucky to be that much. We have, uh, you know, I, I wrote about this in Survival of the Richest. One of the things that the, the system constantly rants about is he, we have to stop all these frivolous lawsuits, you know, that, you know, something, some medical procedure killed you or something like that. It happens all the time. And they, that's why doctors pay the kind of, you know, the insurance rates that they do uh, to protect themselves from that. But the, the system thinks, well, it's wrong. Like if, if your loved one dies because of negligence on the part of the physician, just imagine somebody tried to sue that them, like your, your young child or something dies unnecessarily because the surgeon was incompetent. It happens all the time. But uh, imagine launching a $2.75 trillion lawsuit against that doctor at that hospital. They would laugh you at it. I mean, it would be ridiculous. They wouldn't even entertain it for a, for a minute. So I think something bigger is going on here because clearly the amount is meant to be, this is, goes beyond satire. Again, if you had a comedy troupe at SCTV and you tried to spoof all this stuff, this is the kind of thing you would, you know, I might've done. I might've written a skit about, hey, the next thing he's going to sue for 2.75 trillion. <laughs> just, and, but that's no, real. This right. is what they're doing. So uh, when, when you get into figures like that, like Tony says, a quadrillion or a zillion or whatever, whatever the numbers are, uh, this is this is just pulling things out of the air. And it's obviously that money doesn't exist. It's never going to be there. And uh, there's no celebrity in the history of the world that had two point seven five trillion, let alone Alex Jones. And uh, the idea that uh, that this would and, and there's no there's not I've seen nothing in the public eye where people are saying, wait a minute. Let's have some perspective here. You know, why, why do this group of parents, and apparently it's the same parents constantly, why do they deserve this kind of outlandish award that people who have been killed by negligence, uh, things like that, you know, it, it, at this point, it's, it's as if Alex Jones himself was the gunman, right. as he made the point. And even if he was the gunman, again, it's unprecedented. Had they done that to any other mass shooter? Right. Did they sue them? This is ridiculous. But it, the, the the lesson learned here is that shut up and obey. And if we're, and we lost Vince again. Uh, the, 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 to all the people like us, we're all in danger of that. And that's why we have to speak out against it because no one else is. Right. There's no one in the media that has any perspective about it at all. Uh, you know, these uh, these uh, Fox News guys, I mean, uh, Tucker kind of hints around it here or there, but he's not covering the story big time. At all, and, you know, and that, that, and he would be the only hope of the media to talk about it. But everybody should be the concerned about this. This is an outrage, and I don't see anybody. And I told, I told my JFK assassination research people, look, you know, you you wish for this kind of stuff. At what point do eventually do they say, hey, you know what, Carolyn Kennedy is really upset. The Kennedy family, except for RFK Jr., who wants to know the truth, but none of the other others do. Uh, you know, let's uh, they're upset, and you know, this is decades of damage. So we we might come up with a zillion dollars because look what you've done to our family for decades. The 9/11 yeah. families over 20 years. You know, look what you've done. Irresponsible. You're talking about holograms and the planes weren't there and the cell phones couldn't have been made the calls and the buildings were empty and. You had people like uh, Tiger Woods, future mistress, you know, just happened right. to be the one they interviewed on the street. I mean, they could easily do that because that's all right. So this this opens the door. It's a Pandora's box. And Kanye West, that's the opening sound. And and, and he's kind of a perfect foil too, like Alex yeah. Jones, because he's he's a loose cannon. You know what the hell he's going to say. He's going to probably talk about Jews in the media or something like that. And that's 
Maybe that's what they count on, but I, I don't know, man. This, to me, this is this is theater, but obviously it's wrong yeah. on so many levels, and we seem to be the only ones saying it. Right. I mean, where's where's Joe Rogan on this? Right? Isn't aren't they supposed yeah. to be friends? Yeah. You know, where are all these people? Well, why don't you step up and do something about it? You have large. Joe Rogan has the largest audience in podcasting, more larger than some uh, of the news uh, cable networks. Yeah. Do something. The problem with Joe Rogan, Billy, is he's in a perpetual four-year uh, backward loop. Like he's, he's he's four years behind everything that we're doing constantly. On <laughs> oh, as soon as I was going to go to Vince, he's gone. Like I really want to okay. get Vince's take on this. Um, so we'll circle back to Vince if he if he if he makes it back on, and uh, and we'll ask him about this. But but Jesus Christ, man! Like uh, when I, when I saw it, it's I mean this is this is almost comical at this point. It's yeah. like, like, why not just hit him with a zillion after? You know what I never understood? Uh, when people, you know, do commit crimes and get life sentences and they're like, well, he's going to get four life sentences or three. No, you only have one life. You're never going to serve <laughs> out the other life sentences. You know, so what, what's what's the point here? What are you trying to do? Vince, how are you? Vince, I want to get your thoughts on this whole Alex Jones thing and Kanye sure. West. Let us know. what. Sorry about the connection, guys. Oh, you're fine, Vince. Go ahead. The... Uh... The thing I, well, the thing I see about this is the uh, it's obvious lawfare. Uh, it's obvious to uh, to anybody that sees they want want to be uh, clamped into having to appeal. So there's no way he's going to get out of this now. That uh, in states like Virginia, they have slapback lawsuits where if you beat them in court, you can then turn around and sue them. Of course, I would, uh, but. The thing that bothers me is the, the the speed, the frequency with which the machine has come after not just Jones, but Mr. West and Miss Owens. And with it's just rapid succession. I think that's more than just a warning of how how big this is. I think it's a warning of how fast things are going to start taking a different course. They want to shut everybody down in now because they've got they do have something big planned in the very near future. Damn. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't look good. It, it certainly doesn't look good. And, and, and it's us. We are in the eye of the target here. I think it's very evident. Um, and like, uh, like uh, Don mentioned earlier, like, you know, when is it going to stop? You know, how, at one point do we start saying, you know, uh, do you remember when we can speak uh, freely about stuff in our households? You know, like it's going to get to that point because we, we clearly cannot speak freely about things out in, in the interwebs anymore. You know, we can still do it here on Rockfin. We can do it in several other places. But, yeah, I, you know, uh, what's up? What's up, Vince? These are closed. Yeah, these are closed venues, though, right. Billy. And mm -hmm. down the road, I think 2030 will be the celebration when it's over, but we won't be the ones celebrating. Mm. That's what I think. Damn, Vince, I think you're right. We unfortunately, went again to 2030. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think that's where it's headed, you know. Um, but uh, also, like, it, it reminds me a little bit of that uh, Twilight Zone episode where, uh, you know, the obsolete man where he's, um, <laughs> you know, where, where, you know, you, you, yeah, Mr. Wordsworth, he can't, he can't, you know, read a Bible. He can't do whatever. He has to sneak it around or whatever, because, you know, everything is a problem. Everything is a problem. You know, he he was able to do it and, and, and blew up. Uh, well, he scared the crap out of the. The official, you know, and then he ended up being obsolete. That, that'd be nice to flip it. But that's what it kind of reminds me of. We're getting to a point where 
Yeah. We're not going to be able to talk about anything or do anything, you know, and there is already no reasonable expectation of privacy. That's out the window. You know, that's gone. So uh, after that, what's up? You know, and, and this is where it's all leading down. Tony, I'm going to give you th- closing thoughts on this with with uh, Kanye West and, uh, and uh, Alex Jones and a trillion dollars. Well, I agree with Vince that uh, the uh, the agenda is 2030. They've written right. down their goals. They put it in writing. That's what they want to do. They want to consolidate their their rule and and put us into uh, you know the the pod life and eat bugs for Greta and and uh, worship Klaus Schwab and all the rest. But I, I think at the end of the day, this is the hill I'll die on. Uh, this is I'll celebrate because I serve God, and I'm not going to submit to a bunch of psychopaths and people who don't lo- love humanity and don't don't care about life. Uh, I'm just, I'm again, I think this is what I, this is what we do. I'm proud to be here with you. We're going to speak until the end, until we can't, and we're not going to be cowards and we're not going to sell out. We're not going to sell our souls, uh, for a few, uh, for a few dollars or whatever. Uh, so again, I think this is, this is a, an opening salvo. They've been coming out us for years, but when they make it ridiculous, like they can ruin all of us on oh, the yeah. show anytime right. they want, they can ruin all of us. They're going to be selective and they're going to go to whoever's making the most noise, uh, whoever's popular for that time. And right now it's Alex Jones and they're just beating InfoWars down. But again, uh, those who have celebrated this, they're coming after you too. Yeah. I don't care what your political persuasion is. Yes. And all the wokies and all the people that are celebrating all this stuff and then there's three million genders and you can do all yeah. the drag queen story time, they're coming for you too. Yeah. Because they're just using you. If you look at the history of the Soviet Union, uh, for instance, they used all that. They used like the chaos and the cultural decay. But then when it was time to consolidate rule, there was a cold calculating bureaucrat that sent you to the gulag. That's that. That's that. Yeah. I couldn't have put it better myself. You and Vince and Don are absolutely right about what's uh, what's coming down a pike. Unfortunately, we, we need we need to get ready for it. So we, let's prep however we can. Uh, and uh, that's why we're making freeworld.fm. And, and hopefully uh, you guys all join us over there when we can't broadcast anywhere else, you know? Um, on top of that, uh, for some reason, Boston University decided to uh, weaponize COVID even more than it's already weaponized and made it, uh, you know, 80 percent more deadly or something like, I mean, with with mice, it's killing everything now. You know, I mean, this is the thing to do. I mean, we need this in I mean, there's a lot of problems, you know, in in society, in the world today. You know, people don't have clean drinking water even here in the United States. Uh, but we can't find solutions to that. What, what we can find solutions to is, for some reason, Boston University decides to create a deadly COVID strain with 80% mortality in humanized mice. What the hell is a humanized mi- mice? Oh, I mouse. know what it is. Oh, that's, yeah. You know, that's, and he, so that, that's a key term there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did they do? You know, yeah. a, a mouse is a mouse is a mouse, okay? So a humanized mouse? Go, go, go ahead, Tone. What's up, man? Well, humanized mice. This is actually the harvesting of uh, of organs out of out of children that are aborted aborted alive. By the way, they use the live cells and they splice them. And I don't know the technical right. uh, jargon for it, but they actually use the u- live human baby baby fetal tissue uh, to create these humanized mice, so that you can better study the effects of the horrible chimera crap that they come up with mm. uh, in their Frankenstein studies. Right. So that's what that is. This is murder translated into more murder. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. What, what are you thinking about? Oh, what's up, Don? What do you got to say? I hear you. Yeah, no, and that's that's this is exactly what again, crazy Alex Jones was talking about for right. years. He was talking about the go- the the goat spiders, which is a true thing, and he was talking spider about goats. this. Where I mean, I mean, you know, spider goats. You know, so what? Why? 
who would think of just imagine and you talk about uh the bible would call that abomination i can't think of a better name for that right right. you know you know splicing together genes from a from a baby or human and and a mouse i mean this is again what is tony's exactly right i call them dr frankenstein's all the time what is the purpose of this research at the same time and all this i'm actually writing an article about this for the american free press too but uh, I'll have this in the book about the pandemic. And I'll also have, you know, just a few months back, it was revealed that uh, 20 years of 20 years of research has culminated when a group of U.S. and Canadian scientists, very similar to this, decided to track down the most deadly flu virus in the history of the world, the 1918 Spanish flu, which killed millions worldwide. And uh, why they would be doing, again, what, what possible reason outside of a universal horrors a Universal Pictures horror, classic horror film, would there be for that? Uh, and they even went, you talk about horror, they went and and the only way they could get the virus, they found it in uh, frozen corpses in mm. Alaska and Siberia. I mean, again, just picture an old movie with Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. This is exactly out of that book. What, what are you doing this for? What are you going to do with this virus? Obviously no good, right? We need to study it. Oh, yeah, it won't escape from the lab. We haven't seen enough sci films, sci-fi films for that, right? Obviously, they want that. Now, again, I don't know how much of that is real either, how much is theater. I mean, because it's, it sounds ridiculous, but that's what we're told that they did. The mainstream media is reporting that. And then on the on the uh, top of that, you have this absurd uh, new strain. Again, they're trying to constantly, I don't know how much, again, plays into the constant fear porn about this. It's a really super, super, super deadly strain, hmm. even worse than the, the, the real COVID, whatever the hell that is. But uh, 80 and of course, it's 80 percent of the mice died, but they don't tell you in most of the articles that they were mice human hybrids or whatever the hell, you know, with human ears growing out of a mouse and all these horrible things that have happened when they tried to do it. But again, these these are the people, these are the people that Americans are that most Americans and most people around the world continue to trust. These are Dr. Frankenstein's. These are horrible people. And before this, whatever this COVID narrative is, before this hit, they were the third leading cause of death in America. They're probably number one now because they're covering up. Just look at what we've seen just in recent days. A 62-year-old bodybuilder dies after basically telling people on Twitter, you know, it was a year earlier, but apparently he had his his recent booster before this. And uh, he said, hey, look, if I die, you guys were right. The vaccine, you know, did it. If they don't, if I don't, then you were wrong. Admit it to yourself. So he ended up dying. Nobody's going to say it. You had a, in Billy Ray's world, the 26-year-old uh, son of uh, Kevin Nash, the wrestler, just died suddenly mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Not There are no gross. cause listed. No cause listed. And then you had the girl 30 years old, obviously in great shape, that had won some kind of WWE reality contest. Right, right, right. And it's married to a wrestler. She dies. I can't. They don't even list the cause of death. And it's obvious. So it, it's to the point where Facebook, which bans everything else and still shadow bans me, uh, had had to uh, ban the hashtag died suddenly because there it's obvious. It's so obvious what is happening, but you can't say it. So this ties into it. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's largely a distraction when they talk about these because I, I don't think there's I don't know if they're just making it up entirely. But I don't think there's this super, super, super serial, you know, virus that's coming out of a lab now that's going to kill 80 percent of us. But regardless, you know, it's presented as something that's happening and no one questions why. Why would you be doing research like that? But that's what gain of function research is all about. The entire concept behind it is to take viruses and try to make them more deadly. What? 
Dr. Frankenstein? I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, that, a, a bit, people don't question it. Stop trusting these psychopaths. It, it's so they can better prepare, Don, for right. when these viruses mutate right. on their own and become 80% right. deadly, deadlier <laughs> right. than they were before. So they, mm -hmm. they want to game this out. It's never going to get out of the, of a, of a laboratory. It's not going to happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if it even, if, if it did happen and it somehow got out of a laboratory in, 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 uh, in um in china um e e even if that did happen nobody would get sued for a trillion dollars <laughs> that, that wouldn't be a thing yeah. no nobody would get sued for for a trillion um and and you know let's keep an eye on this right boston university here in the united states you know we we, we should keep an eye and uh there's there's been research that links covid to fort detrick here in the united states yeah. right and and you can you can find that mainstream research it's harder to find now of course because once it becomes evident they start they start scrubbing stuff but keep this in mind print this one out and and keep it in your stash at home mr agnelli what are your thoughts on this um you know why would they do this gain of function research you know to to make an already deadly virus more deadly you know um they do this all the time but it also you know the, tony and i covered it they 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 took my uh, some and, of my back go ahead go ahead, go ahead. Come on. Evans. Well, so, some of my background, Billy Ray, is uh, mm -hmm. I spent a few years at the National Cancer Institute at NIH, and I worked in the grants administration branch. And I can you. tell you that the strange, well, the strangest things that we pay for have been going on for a very long time. Right. You would not like it. No one would like it to see mm. uh, the studies that are done multiple years on grants. And that kind of work is done through a grant. We are paying for that. And that has been going on, I'm sure, at Boston for a very long time. Right. Uh, as, as you guys have noted, they've kind of normalized this business of the humanized mouse. That's yeah. one they just yeah. kind of slipped right on in there. Right. I guarantee yeah. you that that's been going on in a lot of other places. Uh, NIH funds. I would love to see how much of that study was funded by NIH, which means, you know, th there are people who say we need to uh, audit the Fed. Well, we need to audit NIH all the way from every, every grant that they've ever had. We need to audit that. It needs to be put in the public eye. And I can tell you that, that uh, there's just so much hideous stuff. It used to turn my stomach when I would have to open up these, these grants. Uh, well, and one of them, I've told Don this before, uh, an image that sticks in my head is a, a poor St. Bernard they had uh, sliced open like it was a, a deer and pinned back, you know, studying the stuff that they'd injected into this animal. Uh, really bad news, guys. Uh, right. I got kind of uh, soft about it, but think about all the people through the last several decades have been saying how rich the American people are and how we should be able to feed the world. And they go all of this cash behind this kind of insanity. Right. What kind of people are putting the cash behind the insanity? We already know that there's crazy people out there. Uh, the Soviet Union, communist China and, and uh, Italy and Germany, they provided plenty of examples in the 20th century of grotesque, insane people. Don't forget the Japanese. Right. But we have to look to ourselves. We've got to take control of this. This is not going to stop by voting for a Republican or a Democrat. 
we need to unplug this whole government. I know I'm, I'm leaning back on all of my work. I'm sorry. Well, I want you to, sorry, I want guys. you to actually like, uh, I want you to, uh, elaborate on that we wanted to get to that so we'll close out with that let us know what your work is what you're doing and how this relates to it go ahead ah well so i'll I'll slice back into something that don jeffries had yesterday was um, mr john bush Uh, and don real quick what was the name of his group uh the free i think free cell i think the free cell movement yeah yeah as he was describing what they do and what they are I was getting the sense that the DNA of free people actually exists in all of us because I know that there are things he's not read, but he's he's doing it. He and these uh, hundreds or thousands of people that are following along are doing it. And they're doing it in such a way that they apparently learned the lesson on their own without knowing anything about Nathaniel Bacon. Again, there's another book that I probably should have written. But the history of Nathaniel Bacon is that the people will come together to unhook themselves from an illegitimate government. But if you have this unhooking led by one person, they're going to get chopped down. And when that person gets chopped down, the whole movement dies. Uh, Don's last book, uh, 1776, in the building of, uh, you know, uh, gosh, Don. Crimes of government. Crimes of government. Right. Yes, yes. Yes. He has it right there behind him. Right there. America. Yep. Yeah. He goes in uh, chapter one, talks about the Shays Rebellion and the Whiskey Rebellion. Just really yeah. quickly, they were pretty much led by one person. Yeah. And when they chopped those guys down, the whole thing fell, fell apart. Lesson is that George Mason called the reluctant. Uh, Oh, gosh. So, you know, I forget. I'm too excited. It's Don's fault. Uh, so he's the reluctant statesman, according to Robert right. Rutland, who writes the papers mm-hmm. of uh, George Mason. Uh, Mason knew about this. This is why I always sought after Mason's papers, who they disappeared, they found out the day after he died when they went looking for it. And so and Vince, is, Vince is probably the foremost scholar in, I think, in the world on George Mason. I've learned a lot about from him, but I want to say what your point about the one person, I brought this up many times before. If you see my hero, Huey Long, his movement died with him. When they yeah. assassinated him, they could never, the Share of the Wealth Society had 12 million members, I think, at that time. Gone. Nothing else happened. To him. And you could argue that the civil rights movement effectively died with Martin Luther King's assassination. They could never pick up the pieces. So when you have this one dynamic curse, so I'm hoping if Alex Jones is effectively silenced or whatever, that the whole conspiracy movement died because he's technically, you know, regardless of what you think about it, he's the biggest name right. in the movement. But uh, yeah, we need to have not the, and you know, you see it with Donald Trump. It's a cult of personality. Uh, absolutely. Um, Tone, what's up, buddy? Well, I want to say just for but, in closing, but, but, on but, it, go ahead, Vince. Vince, would you need no, to no, no. Go ahead, say something? Go ahead. I, I was going to say, the, uh, when uh, they tell you to trust, no, trust the science, going back. this is the science. Yeah. Go ahead, Vince. Go ahead. No, just going Can, back to doing an audit on NIH, that's why we can't have one guy like uh, Rand Paul, because they can bat him away. And, right. and there's a guy who his wife has stock in the company's 
He's making some of these shots. So who the yes. hell wants that? Yes. We need a ground up from each state. Uh, and not just, and it's, it's like the, the John Bush people. Uh, and I don't want to say John Bush because he's not, I'm sure he's not the leader, but they've, they've done this together, you know, all together. And that's the way they did it in 1776. And it worked. So if you want to start taking the government apart and looking at it closely, then we need to unplug ourselves from it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think it's something, you know, it's the premise of the show, Vince. That's, that's why it was named American blood, right? To to unplug from, from all of this. Yeah. Remember when (laughs) (laughs) we actually have a couple of logos that have that, but, but, I remember when when we were called to do this on Iconic, you know, when we started the show, um, they wanted to call it uh, uh, America Today or America This Morning or something like that. And I was like, let's call it America Unplugged. And they're like, why? I'm like, because we need to unplug from the system, you know, and they were like, that's great. Let's do that. Um, and and Don followed shortly thereafter. And then and then we met the, our Fergie, you know, for the Black Eyed Peas. You know, the Black Eyed Peas were nowhere until <laughs> Fergie got there. Mr. Arterburn is our Fergie, and then <laughs> we went off. But but no, Vince, I, I I um we need to do a show just devoted to that. And I know you did it with with Don. Don has had you on, but we we need to do an America Unplugged. Maybe we'll have a uh, we'll ask uh, John Bush to join us along with you, and uh, and we can talk about this because it's it's it. It's an interesting concept, and I think ultimately it's it's what it, it, it's not like it doesn't come with its drawbacks. It, it's there's a lot of you know a, a lot of things surrounding it that that won't. It's it's not going to be easy. Let's put it that way. But it, it might be necessary. It, it it is necessary, in my opinion, to to try to create an alternative. You know, and, and something else. So let, let's talk about that. Tony, I'm throw it back to you. Finish your finish your point. Well, I was just going to say, and wrapping all this up. I mean, when they tell you to trust the science. Ladies and gentlemen, the science. This is what mm-hmm. this is. This is their Frankenstein's monster that they built. They create the problem and they have the solution. I mean, this is just 101 conspiracy that is all coming true before our eyes. I'm really glad that uh, I was around a group of people that saw all this coming and that uh, have been, you know, opting out of of their plans for for many years. And uh, I think more and more people are. I'm, I'm not. I'm not without hope that this these type of stories when they break, people start to say, well. If I'm supposed to trust these same people right. that are actually creating the problem, exactly. I, I can't, they can't square that. And then obviously there's going to be people that will never, <laughs> they'll always be uh, you know, in the grip of the mainstream media. But I think that their power is waning. Good. I hope so. I, I truly hope so. We're getting up out of here, people. I want to I go to the chat real quick. Wayne McCroy, the incomparable, is here. What's up, Wayne? Good to see you. Good to hear you. We got to have you back on the show soon. Chris Graves is there. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Of course, we have uh, a Gardner Goldsmith in the chat. Some people gave us tips. Uh, I want to say what's up to all of you. Maybe I'll find you in the chat and get to get to thank you personally. Um, who else do we have? Caroline Rose Goida. I, I don't think I've ever seen you before. What's up, Caroline? Good to see you. Good to have you. John149 is here. Jason Barker, of course, is here. Uh, Tom Cooper, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Harps is is hanging out with us. Um, Harps. Tone, you didn't get a you didn't get a, a handle on who who tipped us, did you? I can find it. I'm um, looking. I can looking. find it. Yeah, it's, Don, it's back there. All right, Don. Uh, tell the people where they can find you, sir. 
Website is donaldjeffries.media, donaldjeffries.substack.com. I write regularly there. You can uh, check that out. And I I promote it. You know, again, I I try to promote things that you're supposed to as an author. It seems like bragging, but uh, sometimes you find really cool things and you have to do it. And I found out today that uh, Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1776-1963, is part of this list that I found online of 10 10 political scandal books that read like thrillers. And to to say it's out of place, look at the other books. One of the other books is the Pentagon Papers. So these are real establishment books. And uh, and they use the cover of my book for the web page for the 10 books. So I tried to, you know, publish. I got a little response on Twitter. Put it on Facebook, almost nothing. And and so that's the shadow band. That's what it does. So I try to promote it. So hopefully the people out here uh, that uh, that hear this will listen to that. But I'm very proud of that. It is certainly to be, you know, even though I don't have respect for many of these mainstream things, it's it's an honor to be included. Of course, in the, you know, of course you know, it is. So. Right. Good for you, Don. And, and you know what? Uh, let's do Facebook for a trillion dollars uh, over that, over the shadow <laughs> yeah. band. Let, let's yeah. do it. Earl Brown is in the chat. What's up, buddy? How you doing? He's talking about humanized mice back back in uh, in 2015. Yeah, this has been around for a while. This is nothing new. Tony and I covered it when they were putting a, a brain cells in in the human brain cells in the mice. That that's what that was a scary part. It's not Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Rodents. That's what's coming up. Um, Mr. Vince Agnelli, thank you so much for joining us today. We got to do it again. We have to do it again soon. And, and hopefully we'll give you more time. We, we, we'll have more time to give you is what I meant to say. Thank you. It's, a, it's an honor to have you. Tell the people what's up. Uh, thank you. If, if guard Goldsmith is still there, I've got a question for him. Actually, it's a, it's a little play on dialogue. Uh, here it is. Quote, Matt, there is no third planet. Unquote. Okay, so let's see if Gard knows how to answer that one. Since he's a, I'm, I'm sure he does. Star Trek kind of guy. Uh, I, I might know a little, so a, I'm sure he Substack. does. Right. Go ahead, Vince. You're on uh, Substack. On Substack. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess you could, yeah, you could search uh, V Agnelli Jr. newsletter, or uh, look up what is it v616.substack.com. Fantastic. And uh, and I'm truly honored. Thank you, gentlemen, and thanks everybody in the chat who. Uh, We've got my mug up here. That was, you didn't have to do that. I, I just love, I love being in your chat during your show because they are just great, super minded folks and they're from all around the world. Right. Have a good chat. I love it. Thank you. I love it too. Thank you for joining us. Thank Vince. you. Thank you. And, and Don, thank way. you for making it happen. What's up, uh, Tony? It's always, it's always a got pleasure. MJ Nichols, $20 in the chat. He says, Where can I get all of the books in, in hard copy uh, for Don, not Amazon? Any uh any ideas on that, Don? Uh, there you know you can get them anywhere if you don't want to contribute to Amazon. Uh, the publisher of Skyhorses publishes three of my books, and then I have uh, uh, other publishers. Trine Day publishes one. Bear Manor publishes another. Uh, so you can check the publishers. I I would just do a search for my books and find the best deal you can because they're sold everywhere. I don't think there are any in in Barnes and Noble bookstores itself anymore. There might might still be some. But they usually take those off the shelves after a while, unless they're, you know, Shakespeare or something. So, uh, and just get the best deal. I always tell people to get the best deal you can, and I certainly appreciate it. I, I have hardcover hidden history, yeah, and I have a hard, um, I mean, um, a hard copy hidden history, and I have, I think it's a hardcover survival of the richest. I think, um, I know I, I have the book, but I think it's a hardcover. I don't know. I, I need them autographed when I see it done. 
Chris, Chris Graves in the chat puts uh, gay frogs, chupacabra, and Janet Reno. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. So I, I had to stay there. And then Gar um, Goldsmith gave us $10, by the way. What's up, Gar? What's up, Gar? Thank you so much. Thanks, Gar. We had one other, one other tip. I wanted to find it, uh, yeah, Billy. It's, it's way back and uh, right when we started the show. And I just want to make sure we give a shout out to anybody who's tipping us. We just really appreciate it. Oh, it was Rhonda Tate. That's what I thought. Oh, Rhonda. Rhonda. Hey, you doing, Rhonda? You, Thank Rhonda. you for the five dollars. We you, appreciate Rhonda. it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Don, we, we need to give a shout out to Stephanie, right? Yes, Stephanie. Thanks. Thanks for the uh, uh, Tony and Billy Ray will uh, also attest to the uh, dog biscuits. So thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. We really appreciate it. That's very nice of you. Um, the yes. dog enjoyed it. He thought it was dope. And so did I. And this is America Unplugged, ladies and gents. Saturdays, you know the deal, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for joining us as you do every week. Uh, stay tuned. Come back next week. We got more stuff for you. Big announcements coming up. On all fronts, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it big here on America Unplugged. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Come check me over at theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast, putting up a new episode tomorrow on Kanye West and Alex Jones with Mr. Gates and Adam from uh, Deborah Gets Red Pilled. We had fun. Hey, Tone, be my guest next week, please. Love to. Let's do that. Let's Always knock that out. And Mr. Agnelli, we got to have you at some point. We got to make that happen. So thank you very much, uh, everybody here, the usual thank suspects, Mr. Agnelli. Oh, of course, man. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for coming on, Mr. Agnelli. Everybody in the chat and everybody that does it week after week after week, we appreciate you. Tone, play us out. Don't you burn the place now while we're gone. Bye-bye.